welcome back to another episode of The Full English with me, Pam McLaughlin. In this episode, you're going to hear some great ideas to encourage children to engage with reading. My guest, Emma Braithwaite, shares some of the innovative programmes from the Reading Agency, which help to promote and foster a love of reading for everyone and anyone from childhood upwards. We talk about the exciting Winter Mini Challenge, which starts on December 1st, and the Reading Well programme that aims to support readers on their own journey towards better mental health. I mean, it really is great to think that reading, and more specifically, bibliotherapy, is proven to make a difference to people's well-being. So have a listen, and I'm sure you'll be inspired with the ideas you hear to bring a greater love of reading into the classroom, and even into your own life. So don't forget, after you've listened to this episode, get involved in the interactive Winter Mini Challenge. Hi Emma, and welcome to the Full English Podcast. It's great to have you with me, here with me for this episode. So thanks for joining me. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm really, really looking forward to talking with you about the brilliant work the Reading Agency are doing. And as an avid reader myself and English teacher, I'm fully aware of the positive impact reading can have on us throughout our lives, obviously. So before we start, though, when we start getting into that and everything the Reading Agency is doing, can I just ask you to share a memory you have from your own school days? And it can be anything you like. One of my clearest memories of school is something quite funny. Um, and it's from music lessons at secondary school that I absolutely loved. Uh, I love music, but um, it was sort of enthusiasm over, over talent. Um, <laughs> one, one thing I, I didn't like so much was each year um, through year seven to nine, we had to have a music assessment. And this oh, involves, exactly, yeah. <laughs> this involved standing up in front of everybody in front oh. of the class and either playing a musical instrument which sadly I couldn't or singing um which also I couldn't but that was the closest I could manage so um everyone had to bring in a cassette with um you know a pop song or something and you, you played it really quietly and sang over the top <laughs> and I just remember it being mortifying and and one year I thought uh, it would be a brilliant idea to sing Wonderwall by Oasis and wow yeah. I'm sure you can imagine how droney and, and awful that was um <laughs> with a cassette in the background I'm visualizing it yeah yeah one of my clearest memories and uh I started woke up with sort of cold sweats the night before we had to do this oh, um, no. and it was, a, it was a bit mortifying but now I find it quite funny and I'm sure it was character building in in some way but um well, this I tried to share that with you <laughs> that's that's a good one and what did you have so how many people did you do it in front of so well, a whole class so about about 30 35 um it's, it felt like a lot more at the time um, yeah and did it I mean, go down a, well it, uh, no it was, it was dreadful oh, no. <laughs> like everyone you know nobody was brilliant so it, it was okay it's okay yeah exactly it's not like you had a paid audience there luckily no no exactly but uh yeah that's one of my sort of funniest memories from school oh that's good I like that I used to love music myself actually and you just reminded me of when I used to have a recorder you know the old recorder I remember <laughs> being in the school choir and a school band with the recorder as well so yeah so happy days well I remember in primary school for very briefly I learned to play the violin which my poor Ooh. parents was that oh, yes. appreciating but uh, well, yes that's long <laughs> yeah this is it we all go through these phases don't we but yeah it's it's good to have these memories from school especially those ones where you sort of remember them fondly you know even though it's at the time it was not great but you know looking back yeah. 
So the first thing I'd like to ask you about, Emma, is if you could just give the listeners an intro to the work of the Reading Agency. So if you could, you know, give us a bit about the backgrounds and what led you to work with the agency, how it works, etc. That would be great. Yeah, of course. So uh, the Reading Agency is a national charity. Uh, and we believe that that reading can tackle life's big challenges. Uh, so that could be education, social mobility, health and well-being, loneliness and isolation. Um, and we work with partners to deliver reading programmes to uh, children, young people, and adults. So we've we've got sort of something for something for everyone. And last year we reached 1.9 million people uh, across the UK. Wow. Um, and our, on our focus is, is really on uh, reading for pleasure uh, and getting people excited and confident uh, about their reading. Uh, and I've been there for just over four years uh, and it's, it's been fantastic. Uh, before that, I, I worked in um, education publishing. Um, so I was, I was doing that for a, a number of years. Oh, right, uh, yeah. But always had my eye on the reading agency and, and sort of interesting and exciting work they were doing. So I, um, yeah, I, I applied for a job to to run the summer reading challenge, which I'll I'll tell you a little bit about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, I so that's how yeah that's how I joined the reading agency. Well, that's uh, really that's a, yeah. I like the, the story of the fact that you were working somewhere else and you always were interested in the region reading agency and then you got to work there in the end. So that's really good. Yeah, yeah. interesting. And I mean, I haven't really, I didn't really know a lot about the reading agency, and I'm embarrassed to say that. I don't know why I didn't. But you know, when you're a teacher, obviously reading is such a vital part, especially as an English teacher. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, all teachers from, you know, whatever age, ever age class you've got, you know, reading is such a vital part of engaging with the curriculum and engaging with the world. And that's why I just find it so fascinating and interesting the work that the reading agency does. So, I was wondering, how does the agency promote reading for pleasure what sort of things do you do in that respect so we work um so we we, we produce um national frameworks for reading programs that are right. through strategic partners so we work um one of our, our biggest delivery partners is public libraries uh, but we also work with uh, schools and colleges uh prisons workplaces so so all, all manner wow. of, uh, all manner of places to to reach our different audiences um and yeah, most of the programs are around kind of building confidence and enthusiasm about reading, particularly our, our programs for uh, for children and young people. We also have um, health work um, and work that looks at kind of um, so- social isolation and, and loneliness. But so yeah. when it, can I sorry to interrupt you? So when we're talking about, you know, we just mentioned there about uh, you know young learners, young readers, etc. I get the feeling now when you're talking about isolation. So it's all ages, across all ages, isn't it, really, by the yeah, sound of it? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, from, from very small children uh, through through to older people. Um, so, yeah, we've got we've got programmes to, to suit everyone. That's brilliant. Excellent. And I think I read somewhere about there's some work you're doing with the Open University. Is that right? About something That's to do right. with resources, etc. What's that about then? Yeah, so in 2020, um, we developed the Teachers Reading Challenge with the Open University. Um, And we got together and realised that, you know, there was um, brilliant work on both sides. Uh, So the Reading Agency um, had a summer reading challenge for children, which was a sort of incentivised reading Mm programme. And we thought, actually, there's a... Yeah, I remember my own children have done that in the past. They loved it. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, yeah, it's, it's one of our kind of oldest and, and biggest programmes. Um, but we thought, actually, there's a, there's a real good idea there to kind of use this for potentially for teachers. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah. 
And we, we spoke to the Open University who obviously do um, amazing work around reading for pleasure pedagogy and, and working with teachers uh, on creating that that reading environment in, in schools. And we thought, actually, could we you know, join the two things together? And so we came up with this teacher's reading challenge. Uh, and just to say, the teacher's reading challenge is open to anyone who works in schools. So it's not it doesn't have to just be teachers. It's yeah. anyone who has an interest in sort of supporting children with their reading. It could be TAs or school librarians. Who, yeah. who are, um, and the idea is you, you sign up over the summer and you, you do this challenge uh, to read um, children's books and kind of read and review them. Uh, share your reviews with uh, with other teachers, other education professionals. And the idea was to sort of firstly expand, so teachers can expand their repertoire of contemporary children's books um, to, to see more of what's out there in sort of new children's publishing um, and see that, you know, the very best children's publishing that's, that's out there that they can kind of bring into the school. Because um, I was just thinking now, I was just thinking when I was a teacher myself over the summer holidays, that's the probably, you know, you have more time then if you're going to read, that's the time to do it. And I think I was just thinking how great that would be to do that. Yeah, because, absolutely. you know, you've got so many shared books that you might read that, the, you know, that your learners are reading or whatever. So, yeah, I think that's a really and you can, you know, sort of maybe find new books that you want to read in lessons, etc. So that's really, really good. I didn't even know that and was a thing. That's brilliant. Yeah, and, it's, and sometimes it's tricky, isn't it, to know, you know, what new things you should be reading. Exactly, and, yeah. New, new authors. And so we, we wanted to do that and then couple that with, you know, the Open University's, you know, existing brilliant work mm. on, you know, how to create a really rich reading curriculum um, and inspire reading for pleasure in, in schools. Um, you know, the Open University have have lots of research about how you know teacher knowledge is of children's books is, is essential to developing that Definitely. rich reading culture in schools. So we sort of link that all together, um, and it's it's a fantastic website. That you know the challenge itself runs through the summer. It runs in parallel with the children's summer reading challenge. So hopefully teachers and their pupils can can challenge. That's what I was just thinking now. Yeah, brilliant. At the same time, but. Teachers can sign up to the website all year round. There are hundreds of resources on their book lists and, um, you know, resources around reading for pleasure. And there's also hundreds of reviews on there from other teachers or other or other education specialists about the children's books they've read and, and recommending them. And it's a really active community on there. So, um, yeah, if your listeners want to sign up, but even at this time of year, that would be, yeah, that would be brilliant. That's good to lots of stuff so you can yeah you can sign up all year round but um and then in the summer hopefully you can you can do the challenge and the first element of the challenge is to we recommend reading six children's books and writing some reviews for others others to enjoy uh, and then the uh, the other levels of the of the challenge are about um yeah how to use that in the classroom and sort of um showing how you're using that and sort of reflecting on your your own practice in school around reading, reading for pleasure and kind of sharing that with a community of, of enthusiastic educators um so it's a, it's a really nice community and i really yeah. like that idea yeah and yeah. the fact it's a community as well so for people. Mm, so can people just if they were to just if any of the listeners would just to go to the reading agency website would it be clear where they would go for that or is it in a certain place or do you have yeah, to sort of be a member of it or there's a special website so it's teacharsreadingchallenge.org.uk uh, okay great and find out all about it um and yeah it's a really really useful useful tool i think i think it is as well especially with the resources rather than having to you know keep reinventing the wheel there might be something else that somebody's used and can recommend like you say 
things you can use in your classroom that sounds great in your own teaching practice yeah that's really good and I like I say I hadn't realized that was how long has that been going by the way so we started it last year um oh, okay in sort of midst of the, of the sort of first lockdown we were we were oh, looking at a lot of our, our programs and uh, looking at kind of digital delivery and, and how we could um sort of re reinvent some of the things we were doing for, for last year and um yeah we, we sort of uh, spoke to colleagues at the Open University, and yeah, it sort of grew, grew from there. And we're we're really proud of it. And yeah, just want to get more and more uh, teachers and other other educators in, involved. I think that's a really good idea. Yeah, and I was just thinking, and the issue obviously comes back a lot of the time is to, from my own teaching practice, and you know what I've what I've seen over the years there, is that quite often it's quite difficult to engage learners you know children young young readers even I mean obviously I worked in the secondary school so teenagers it can be challenging actually some people are just not you know don't appreciate reading or aren't really that bothered about reading is there anything that you know that the reading agency said anything about that has got any sort of resources on that for example yeah I think I think yeah you're absolutely right and I think the um you know, the latest Childwise report showed that, you know, only one in four, that's a one in four ch children aged sort of five to 16 don't read for pleasure at all. Um, yeah. And we, you know, we, we know how important reading for pleasure is and that it's, you know, a better indicator of a, of a child's, you know, future life chances than yes, yeah. you know, their socioeconomic background or their parents' level of education. So it's, it's, it's vital. Um, and yes, we, so, um, so our two sort of main programmes we, we have for children are the um, summer and winter reading challenges. Um, so the summer reading challenges are our sort of biggest programme that runs online and also through public libraries. Um, but at this time of year, we're thinking more about our winter mini challenge, which uh, runs online. And I think having those incentivised uh, reading challenges mm -hmm. can be really good for encouraging uh, less enthusiastic readers. Uh, so in the summer there's a you know, an online element and you can go into your library and, and collect incentives and rewards for your reading. For the winter mini challenge uh, there's lots of digital rewards and downloadable resources. But I think, yeah, kind of have it, having those little incentives to keep reading, those little rewards can, can be uh, really, really, really nice for children. Really motivating in that respect, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because, you you know, there are some children who naturally love reading and, and yeah. lots of books. And then there are others that do need that move those extra incentives. Uh, and I think that, you know, our we, we always come at everything from that reading for pleasure angle. So it's, mm. you know, not being prescriptive about what, children read for the challenge we, we always recommend you know we have some nice reading lists uh, to recommend but but actually children can read absolutely anything as, as part of our challenges um you know it can be comics graphic novels poetry yeah. anything they like non-fiction joke books anything that gets them excited about reading um and yeah I, I think kind of giving them giving them recommendations but giving them that freedom to to read whatever yeah it whatever interests them I think is is really important and, and embracing you know audiobooks and ebooks and and other things that they they might find uh you know exciting that's really interesting because that kind of like you say that kind of tries to encompass the idea of you know there's something for everyone and it's the fact that sometimes I mean from the GCSE perspective myself you know you were sometimes limited with certain texts that certain books that students had to read obviously for GCSE mm. and sometimes they just wouldn't enjoy wouldn't enjoy it I mean for example 
at Pearson at the moment, we've brought in some new texts for our GCSE, and one of them is Boys Don't Cry, Mallory Blackman. And that's been, you know, that's we, we've heard already from a lot of schools that that's been it's been so well received and students are really engaging with it those who might normally not be interested in reading so that's that's the thing isn't it it's about finding things that people enjoy reading especially if you if you're not a, a reader as such if you're not into reading should we say but yeah. um yeah i think it might sometimes finding um maybe the thing they're already interested in and jumping off point. Yeah. there so whether it could be you know music or crafts or you know and kind of using that as a hook with the with the summer and winter reading challenges we often have a, a theme and so this year we worked with WWF UK on a nature and environment theme so it's all around action for the environment which is obviously really topical at the moment yeah definitely so really interested in and motivated exactly. mm. so it's something that can kind of hook their hook their interest if they don't think they're readers to start with you can kind of get mm -hmm. them excited about maybe a topic like that um and then by stealth you can, you can sort of yeah. get excited mm -hmm. about, yeah. about the reading as well oh, that's really good I like the idea of that so with the winter winter mini challenge how long how many books do they have to read for that one or I know they don't have to read it but you know what I mean how many is there a set amount that they should read or how does it actually how does it actually work so um, it's all on the Winter Mini Challenge website. So that's wintermini.org.uk. And it starts on the 1st of December and runs through to the 16th of January. So they have lots of time to, to get involved, particularly over the over the winter holidays from school. Um, and we recommend um, three books over that time. Uh, but they can yeah. set their own challenge on the website so they can they can choose more or they can choose less whatever yeah. works for them but we we recommend three uh, and yeah they get little digital badges and certificate and, and things like that when they when they complete and they write their little book reviews on the website um, and I think that you know asking children to write reviews and or talking to them about books is, is another brilliant way to to engage them you know asking their opinion um ab about what they've enjoyed reading uh, yeah because I'm just thinking now about yes exactly it's looking back on what you've read reflecting on it and <clears throat> writing about it like you would sort of in school in your lessons for various texts etc especially as you get older in the lessons um but I was just thinking what I really like about that as well is the fact that you know depending on obviously the circumstances but a teacher might be able to set it as homework for example and you could say well, you can read one book or you can read three or more and you could do it over Christmas and they could you know and they can sort of come back after Christmas and talk about it in the lessons etc I think that would be good as well yeah definitely and we have um we will have in the next couple of weeks we'll have uh, resources available on our shop uh, which are which definitely are free, to, um, free to download and there's a poster and a certificate there's a little reading record so again if if children aren't able to get online because you know we know some families aren't yeah to do that um that you know you can kind of print things out and and they can take part offline as well if if that's better for them uh and yeah it's like you know we know that particularly over the summer holidays you know those reading skills can drop a little bit um yeah mm -hmm. over winter so something that keeps them keeps them reading keeps them engaged um yeah they'll sort of see those benefits when they come back come back to school um i think particularly at the moment you know when we've you know the children have had so much time out of school and yeah exactly uh, so a fun way to get them engaged and, and reading again I think is, yeah uh, and you can build a real sort of bit of excitement about that can't you as well if you're in the you know if, if, if unless they go in it directly obviously but if you're in lessons you can have that bit of excitement built around it and you know see who's read what etc etc yeah I really like that idea that's good and on our website we've got a really lovely tool called the book sorter which is um 
a Ooh. book recommendation generator, but it's it's populated by reviews and recommendations from children. So when they rate and review their books that they've read, it all goes into this big book sorter. So next time they go on there, they can get recommendations from other children, uh, which I think is, is really powerful as well it's sort of to get a, a peer Exactly, yeah. And I like the way it's interactive as well then by the sound of it, isn't it? So, so say, for example, if I was reading a book and I was... Um, and I was in school and I decided over Christmas I'm going to read a couple of books I can then go onto the website and write the review etc and add it onto the website is that how it works am I right in thinking that yeah so you can it's brilliant uh, next one and then if you want a recommendation you can say you know I want an adventure story recommended by nine to ten year olds and it'll it'll sort of generate lots of suggestions for you um, and, and that's also, such yeah. a clever idea, isn't it? Because it's like everybody, you know, these days, especially youngsters, they're so used to doing everything on the Internet. It's there for them so they can literally do that. And, they, you know, they're doing the usual sort of thing they like doing, which is, you know, finding things on the Internet. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like really, really innovative, I think. Really? And we have um, we have a little chat forum on there as well, which is all, uh, Ooh, you know, safe, yeah. Yeah. Um, but they can yeah share comments and recommendations on there as well we we often see children um coming up with their own little book clubs and uh oh, how lovely is that yeah book. so it's, it's yeah it's really really nice and setting each other quizzes and so it's yeah a, a really nice a nice oh, place. I really like that yeah I think that's good and what about the um the reading well program where does that fit into that or is that a separate thing it's, so it's a slightly separate program, um, but yeah, we have we have a, a whole section of, of health work at the Reading Agency, um, and one of our programs is called Reading Well, mm-hmm. um, and those are curated lists of of books to help people um, understand and manage um, health conditions. So we we have some for for adults, um, but we have lists for children and young people as well. So we have um, a children's reading well list which covers all sorts of topics um, around conditions they might they might have, around things like bullying, going through tough times, dealing with worries. Um, and then we have a young person's mental health list, uh, which sort of helps helps um, older children and young people um, yeah, manage uh, manage some of their mental health conditions. And it, they're, they're fantastic resources, you know, they're, they're lists developed by health experts and that's great yeah people with lived experience as well so it's absolutely quality assured information and it's oh that's good yeah really really you know really really useful tools I for think. all ages for all ages yeah it's so we've got children's ones we've got adult lists as well um and there's a there's a website for for reading well which is reading-well.org.uk mm-hmm. And there are there are downloadable resources on there for schools um, to show how you might use those lists kind of in a in a school setting, um, and also that the local library service will will have um, the titles available as well. Um, but they're they yeah they're fantastic resources, and you you know they've been through a really robust yeah. curation process because there's That's a great, lot of, yeah. you can Google stuff and a lot you know there's lots of stuff out there, but um, this is really kind of quality assured and a, yeah a brilliant resource uh, sort of helping to deal with sometimes topics that are quite difficult to broach maybe with yeah. children to talk about and um yeah hopefully those, those books can can help I'm sure they can that sounds really interesting yeah I mean it's just amazing I didn't realize the reading agency until we talked about it previously as well how many you know how many things were actually going on at the reading agency <laughs> to sort of you know help young people and then also for all ages yeah I think it's great 
Yeah. 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 There's lots, lots of lots of good work going on. Um, and yeah, we, we have those different websites, but um, the the general sort of reading agency website will will have all the links to all of the different different programs. And yeah, we like I say we we deliver a lot of our a lot of our programs through public libraries. Um, and I think that that would be my other suggestion, you know, if. if yeah, I was just going to ask you about public libraries. I mean, that was one of the things when I was uh, young, a long time ago now in Wales, my mum used to take me, we used to go to the library, used to love it, all those books. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then when I had my own children, I used to take them to the library. So they got used to that idea of going to the library and getting books. And even where I live now, we're in a small place, but there's a little library here. And, you know, I always see people go, people with their, you know, children go in and out and obviously adults going in there as well. But I just think it's such a, because there was one point, wasn't there, where libraries seemed to be on the verge of let's close some libraries we kept here in that. But now it seems to be making a comeback, especially, I think, since, you know, since the start of the pandemic, I think people are getting in more into reading aren't they so what sort yeah. of thing would you say about public libraries in terms of you know how important they are in the community etc yeah I mean they're a fantastic fantastic resource and, and yeah I think I totally agree you know when when the pandemic started I think the importance of places like libraries was just mm. you know it had such a light shone on it you know as these real community hubs um, and they have, you know, the staff there have so much knowledge and expertise um, and they're a real, you know, safe space and open space and a free space, you know, that, that people can go that actually there's not that many places like that, uh, that, that anyone can go to in, in the community. And we, nearly all of our programmes run run through public libraries. Um, and so that, yeah, they're, they're a brilliant resource for, for schools, I think. Um, I mean, you know, some, some of your listeners might be lucky enough to have a, a school library. Um, but I think if if you're not if they're not in touch with their, their local library service, I'd really encourage them to get in touch with their particularly the children's uh, children and young people's team at, at the library, because they will have a wealth of support and events and activities going on that they can yeah, really support schools with in terms of reading for pleasure and literacy. There's there's so much happening. Uh, and I know that, you know, I mean, we, we speak to you know hundreds of library services and they're all so keen to work with schools and oh yeah yeah uh, yeah tell them what, what they've got going on and it's um you know they they can really really benefit um so yeah i definitely encourage you to get in touch with your your local library service to see how they can how they can help the school yeah, that's really good. And do you have sort of, is there anything, I mean, we're going to wrap it up in a minute because this has been, you know, all the things we've talked about, I think it's really, hopefully for a lot of people who are listening, it will inspire them to, you know, either use the resources in their lessons or, you know, um, maybe, or even if the teachers maybe take part next time in the summer challenge or the winter challenge or whatever with their own, you know, students encourage that in school as well. All that is great. So is it anything else that, you know, anything else going on with it or anything else, you know, are there any other ideas that you recommend for teachers that they could take part in? I think, I think those are, those are, I think that, you know, the Teachers Reading Challenge website, I think, yeah, signing up now to access all of those brilliant resources. Yeah. Thinking about that reading. For That's sure. a good point. Yeah. Just do that. It's a thing to start looking at now. Um, and yeah, to, to encourage pupils to take part in the Winter Mini Challenge. I think that would, so starting in, in December, um, that, that would be a brilliant thing to to get involved with and yeah re reading well I think having a look at our reading well uh, children's lists and mm -hmm. seeing how that can support can support work in schools um yeah those those would be the the main messages I think 
And one other thing um, you mentioned earlier on about, you know, how it's incentivized with regard to the winter mini challenge. Can you just sort of describe a bit more about that? Or is it better if they just if people just look at the website or are you? Is there anything yeah, you tell us about that? They're incentives. So um, as I said, we, we worked with WWF this year. Um, so our, our challenge in the summer was called Wild World Heroes. Uh, and that's been extended into the winter. Uh, so the our lovely little characters are going on an Arctic expedition. Um, that's so great. You can go on the website. There's loads of beautiful artwork from from Heath McKenzie, uh, and you can there'll be WWF resources on there. Uh, you can uh, learn learn about the Arctic and all the lovely animals there. Um, and yeah, you, you take part in the challenge when you've uh, read your books and reviewed them online. You get a special limited edition digital badge for your account. Uh, and you get a downloadable certificate that has all the characters on there. But there's lots, nice, lots yeah. of you know, games and lovely author videos and lots of lovely stuff going on on the website. Um, That's and great. Yeah, like, there's, there's resources to download for, for libraries and schools as well. So posters, a reading record and a certificate. Um, and oh, that's really good, yeah. So lo lots of lovely stuff to do over the, the winter holidays. Well, that sounds very exciting. And I'm sure a lot of people have been, been inspired after hearing about this. So that's really good. Thank you. And uh, you've already mentioned the website. So I'm sure if anyone wants to um, just go on Google, they can find the reading agency website. Do you want to just say again what the actual address is, just in case? Yeah, so for Winter Mini Challenge, it's wintermini.org.uk, uh, teachersreadingchallenge.org.uk or reading-well org.uk and we're on social media at reading agency so you can see all, all of our work there too that's what i was just going to ask you actually so you are at reading agency at reading okay agency great and Instagram. great brilliant okay well thank you so much for coming on and talking about that it's been really interesting and i'm so it's just so inspiring to hear all the great things that are happening from the reading agency brilliant thank you for that and it's been nice having you <laughs> thank you you're welcome thanks bye-bye